their bros, their dads. One is Big Ball Sack Harry J. Riley. The other is Cautionary Tale Philip Kopsinski. Welcome to Bro Dads. Stands. Lights, camera, boom mic, podcast equipment. Podcasting. Action. We podcasting. Hi, welcome to Bro Dads. My name Bro is Philip Kopsinski. That's Philip Kopsinski. And yeah. I am Harry J. Raleigh the Eighth. Uh how was your weekend? My weekend was uh you know what? It, it, it wasn't that bad. I oh. was sick all week. That's why I'm going to be missed last week because I was definitely sick because I went to a high school to talk to these bullshit-ass kids <laughs> about not pursuing your dreams. <laughs> and Wait, wait, wait. Let's just... is. Did you really say that? No. Ah, I, dang it. I told them to pursue their dreams, but it's tough and you can't... Because I go to uh, my son's uh, theater... My theater, the, their theater oh, man, group. So you can and really I, talk to them. Yeah, and I'm like, you guys are all wasting your time with this bullshit. <laughs> I, I'm go through. What, like, what do you want to be? Actor. Dumb idea. You're ugly. Next. <laughs> or you're not ugly enough. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah fucking scar your face up. Cut yeah. off. Yeah, cut off an ear. Do some shit like that. That one black guy. Get from, funny. Um, the oh. wire. Oh, with the lazy eye, Doc Hollywood? No. (laughs) (laughs) Cleft palate? Getting paw for a foot? (laughs) Are we not on the same page here? (laughs) Man, I didn't know. I didn't know the wire had that many cool ass guest appearances. Shit. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's Omat. Omar. Yeah, like. Oh man, I just threw the only. Name I, I could remember. <laughs> I think that I think that was him, and he made a career. Uh, I mean, that was his career. But that it, guy was actually a, Omar, the guy who was kind of the villain. He would steal stuff. Yeah, he's the outsider. I mean, he was a great actor. I'm not saying yeah, yeah, he yeah. wasn't, but he was like a good looking guy. But he had that. He had a little scar. That was the, the, a look. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. He had a little. Oh, okay, he got in a fight with a pit bull when you were <laughs> back when he was a mailman. <laughs> Everyone's like, that was Omar. He didn't carry enough dog mace. You know who I thought um, only had a career because they were ugly? Uh, oh, shit. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, I was just going to say Steve Buscemi. And then. Joey Coco Diaz. You see his photos from when he was like 20. <laughs> and it's like, this motherfucker was a, a, yeah. a, a, a Calvin Klein model. And he's skinny. Yeah. Yeah, all, he's got all the shit. Oh, oh, people might not like this one. But there was this big-ass lady from this NBC show called This Is Us. I mean, she's so big. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. They, they cast like, her from 600 Pound Life. <laughs> I mean, shit, is not that old. <laughs> I mean, she's so big that her arms look yeah. like they're short. No, I thought she was Asian. She's so fat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're fucking, we're she's, fucking yeah, she lost twenty pounds, and I was like, "Oh, that's a white lady." <laughs> she just what I, the forehead gets heavy. You know what I mean? It starts. You know you're fat when your fucking forehead needs liposuction. Oh shit. fuck, dude! Yeah, you know you're fat when you're white and your forehead makes you look Asian. <laughs> and I saw her on the show called Password. Yeah, yeah, which is such a. 
Mm-hmm. NBC is just basically stealing money from itself. Well, they were going to put her in Hollywood Squares, but they were worried it was going to tumble. God damn. <laughs> God damn. Fuck. <laughs> oh, somebody prop up the square. Why do we put her in the middle? <laughs> anyway, sorry. You were saying. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's acting. Her and Precious, yeah, the yeah. Precious girl, like... She's been in several movies, and it's like, it's obvious because you can act. It's not because. Right, right. I well, wish people would look at me like that and be like, hey. You should, man, you should get out there, dude. There, I mean, now is the time for average looking actors. Because <laughs> 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 I, they're like, I mean, people are like, you see, you know, the guy playing Thor. Yeah. It's even worse now. Now you see Chris Pratt, and you're like, I could never be that yeah. good looking. And you're like, well, Chris Pratt, 10 years ago, never would have been in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 20 years ago. Talk about, uh, I don't know I don't know if he started the, let me slim down and. Chris Pratt? Yeah. Oh, it's been around forever. People have been. Like, I don't know if he did that. or Because, you, you know, th- there's this thing, Marvel, once, you know, you're getting one of these superhero movies or something. Uh, they put you on a, a diet, and every time they get interviewed, they're always like, oh, it was just rice and chicken. But everybody who, you know, dw- dwells in that, that you know, bodybuilding, yeah. they're like, no, that is not fucking yeah. just eating rice and chicken. You're taking growth hormones. Yeah. Something else is going on. Yeah, I took these pills that the director handed to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We don't ever talk about that when, um, you know, we talk all the time about um, the casting couch, uh-huh. um, women having to, to blow Harvey Weinstein for a bit part in a movie. Yeah. But it's like, well, fuck, man. Um, these men are going to have shortened lives. You know, I mean, The Rock has probably been taking steroids for 30 years. Yeah. So, you know, I okay, that I think is a bad example because I feel like that dude, if he was a... If that guy was working construction, I feel like he'd be taking steroids just because I feel like he's been doing it. Yeah, yeah. Men have to – that is a funny thing. Like women are always like, why why are we held to this standard of beauty? And it's like, well, first of all, very few men are handing you – like keeping you to that standard of beauty. Yes. Like there's very few men that are are think that – but men, uh, you know – Men are uh, are not gonna like men are held to a standard as well. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. just there are women who get to a point and they're like, ah, I'll just get the or, or the when a man kind of like if a man like gets, I feel like women try to they land a guy that's suitable for them and mm-hmm. then they try to make him as ugly as possible. I honestly think that's true. I honestly think that's true. <laughs> then they'll yeah. be like, no one else will take him. Yeah. And then they go out in public and you're like, why did I? Then they, but then they're like, why did I? Why am I with this fucking ugly loser? Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets in shape and they get suspicious. Yeah. Uh, when I started losing weight, man, Shauna was like, what? What's going on here? <laughs> and it's like, I don't so want to. I don't want to fucking die in the woods, man. That's uh, why I'm that's trying funny. to lose weight. You know? And, uh, the, I think I think the thing is is that historically we've just never listened to what women had to say about and look anything. at all the, the cool stuff that's happened all through history. <laughs> 
swords. <laughs> it start, for, started with started with swords. Yeah, swords are fucking cool. Man. Guys were like, "Oh, we know how to use metal." They're like, "Oh, should we build?" Things like to help our civilization. They're like, wait, first, the first thing we got to make with this new thing is penis weapons. <laughs> that was a dude. Swords were dudes. Yeah, that was definitely dudes. And then maybe before, probably before swords, they were like, wait, we can carve sticks into weapons to help us. Let's, let's feed our family. And guys are like, no. Let's make tiny little dicks to shoot at our enemies. <laughs> Let's make little arrow dicks and just. <laughs> Once guys start making dicks out of other stuff, we're done. We're done having fun. <laughs> I'm looking at a pool table right now. That's a dick shooting around balls. <laughs> Think about all the cool stuff to do inside a bar. Pool. Darts. Yeah, darts. Darts are dicks shooting in at a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a whole game around hitting everything around the vagina. Yeah. But the actual vagina. Uh, yeah. You know what? You should get more points for the outside. Yeah. Because that that should just be all foreplay. Yeah, be, doesn't be, be a foreplay. You and should then, get more points because you care about yeah, that, we, that. And vagina. then and then so once you fill up all the points on the outside, you put a blindfold on, and then you put the dart in your mouth, and you gotta <laughs> see, see how close to the bullseye you can get. You stumble up there after your alcohol poisoning amount of Coors Lights. <laughs> I would watch that shit on ESPN four. <laughs> yes, indeed, man. Uh, you know what's funny? If you propose that to the League of Darts, I bet they'd be like, "Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you call this? Uh, foreplay in <laughs> foreplay into action, or ease it into the hole? Whatever you." <laughs> Is it in yet? Maybe that's <laughs> yeah. the name of it. Whatever doesn't scare away Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, at this point, I think Bud Light's just, it's so funny. Bud Light, Bud Light, you know, when they, what was the, Dylan, what was it? Translator's no name? Idea. All right. The tra that's so funny. They, the day they gave that translady that can, they were also giving it to a bunch of weird, like a bunch of weirdo, you know, there was probably, Someone out there that was like, I I shoot shotguns at, at old <laughs> beer cans. Thank you. You know, I mean, there was probably just a million crazy ones. But because the the video came out of the lady who was the VP of marketing, who was like, I just feel like there's too much fratty humor that that mm. plus the Dilma of anything, everybody, if they flipped out. So that, I think they must have fired that VP because they have gone. Mm. Now they're like. MMA is our new sport. Do you know that? The, you know that the MMA picked no. up Bud Light. Wow. UFC. The UFC. Bud Light is the official beer of UFC. So they're like, we're all in. And Alpha. Dana White is a fucking genius because you know he why? He really is, man. He got them with the Reebok contract when Reebok was yeah. at its lowest in its life when it was about to go. It was about to go out of business. Yeah. Uh, Bud Light, which. Is probably only in like bodegas now. <laughs> I mean, he he's smart, man. He picks it up and it becomes a part of the UFC culture. Yeah. 
That is smart, man. Yeah, yeah, and they're probably paying him more, and they're probably selling it to him for less at, yeah. the, at all the stadiums or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, dude, it's uh, he's Dana White's no dummy. Yeah. Hey, man, this is a, this this might be controversial, but I think AIDS isn't real. Oh no! Oh no! That's that's just <laughs> sorry. What was it? Uh, but I think what we have right now is a consequence of what I call. Um, a victimhood culture. Oh yeah, yeah, for and, sure. Uh, I think I think it started in the the sixties with the civil rights movement. Now listen, hear me out before you start sending those fucked up emails. This is me just I'm not, itching my way out of this podcast right now. I'm not, you know, that'd be even if no, I don't know what you're about to say, but no. I just for the record, the one white guy in this podcast, uh, I think the civil rights was good. No, I'm not. <laughs> say, no, I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying the civil rights movement was bad. What I'm saying was. So you saw what happened with the civil rights movement. We went from Jim Crow laws to in a matter of, what, a decade and a half um, during the 50s and 60s to having a law on the books that said it was criminal to do so, those things. Then you had the gay rights movement, disability. And, and I think what happened was when you got to the 80s, you had... Ladies with shoulder all pads. All these... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking women in the office looking like linebackers. <laughs> uh, you had all these people that had like a, a victimhood tag on them. Like, I've been a victim of this society. Yeah. And then on the other side, and I'm and I'm not trying to be uh, partisan or anything, but you had conservatives who just wanted to keep everything the way it is going, well, shit, look at all these victims and we're basically making them victims. And then someone's, and then some, I don't know who it was, but they were smart. They said, why don't we just start doing that? They're why like, don't we what? just start being victims? They're like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. we're not victims. I'm a rich white man. It's like, no, 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 no. You are a victim. The IRS takes all your money, man. Look at you. You only have three yachts. You could have five. And I think that shit just tumbled. It, it, it started in the corporate world where um, these big corporations would be like, oh, man, you know, we're, we're victims because y'all don't want us to kill all the whales. But that's how we make money. You know, and I think now <laughs> we're sitting on just random people just looking for things online to go, oh, you're fucking with, with me and my um, and my being. So I'm a I'm a victim. Yeah, any time of discomfort that people have feel like it's from oppression and not from terrible decisions. Yeah. And, it's and, sort of like when people are like, down with the man, burn the rich. It's like, okay, yeah. well, what, are you going to go fucking work for a homeless guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, I mean, it's funny. Like, I, did, I do like it when people, like, have been fired from, like, five jobs. Oh, and, dude, don't. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? They've been fired for five jobs. Are you talking about my family right now? <laughs> and, 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 and then they're like, man, these fucking people don't want to hire me because this is because they don't know what they're doing. Everybody's an idiot. All oh, these guys are all assholes at this company. And it's like, you've said that about every company you've been at. Yeah. Somehow, everyone who's ever hired you is a total asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, think that's, I think that's what it is now. I think everybody has started to co-op that type of thing. Now it's more imaginary than real. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, 
Yes, there, there's injustices all the time. There's, you know, there's an old person right now that's probably getting fired. I'm trying to take advantage of people, but dude, it's getting harder. <laughs> They're getting craftier. <laughs> you know? Oh, man, I was telling Sean about this, um, about how, like, you and your company is how we should, how uh, corporations should be modeled. Because I was telling her about, I didn't get, a, I didn't get into details with her because you told me that when we were driving, so I didn't tell her. That, but I was like, there was a point where you had a situation at your company, and I could hear in your voice how you were so like, you, you were like, "Fuck, man, we, there's a group of people who are about to be in a difficult situation." And I was like, "That's not what a corporation does. A corporation will just go, we need to earn this amount of money." So our shareholders can be happy. So let's fire eight thousand people, and that gets us under the threshold, right. and we're good. And I and I think once you once you take once you stop looking at people as numbers, and you start looking like, oh shit, that person got three kids. That that, that person's right, right. that person's got a mortgage and a car payment. You know, when you start looking at it like that. I will say though, sometimes when you the when you find yourself bending over too much backwards for certain, for people, yeah, that's almost a sign that you fucking up and that person just needs to go at least in every time I've ever gone above and beyond or seen it happen yeah it never pays off I mean, <laughs> it's so wild how many bars have we performed in where that's exactly what's going on yeah where the bar where the owner is like just, he like his business sense is like no dude you're making every wrong decision in oh, order to yeah, keep a yeah. business. Yeah. Why are you paying me $1,000 when there's 30 people here? Yeah. This is yeah. <laughs> this is bad money all around, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I've definitely, I'm the guy that you're hiring for comedy if you're starting up a comedy show or at the tail end of a, your own owning your own business. Holy fuck, man. <laughs> I don't know how many. It's nice. I do feel like I'm doing less of those where I'm walking in, I'm like, oh, this is, I literally did a show in Arizona. It was a long time. It was like 2007. 18. Okay. I walk in. I was. I just tacked on a Thursday at this improv theater before I was uh, headline or uh, middling at uh, Laughs in Tucson. Yeah. And and I. I only reason I did it is because they were using the same software as the Spokane Comedy Club. You could tell oh. by the. Because you, you go to certain comedy club websites and yeah, they're yeah. formatted the same. So I could tell they were using the same, at least the same online software. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, I <laughs> I get there and I'm like, oh shit, this is like amateur theater. This isn't a real comedy club. This is like yeah. an amateur. And I'd seen some pretty legit road comics passing through there. And I should have probably reached out to him, but I just didn't think of it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I showed up and this guy goes, well, this is it for me. This is the last night I'm in business. And I'm like, shit, dude, I got like, I got like people I knew from high school coming out to this. There's like, and they were like, so I, I contributed seven people to the audience of maybe 10. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I, dude, I, and I, but I was like, I think I was, yeah. this was the summer before I think I, maybe I had gotten into sick. Yeah. And so I was like running through what I thought my, so I was like, just going for it. Yeah. <laughs> I was fully doing my I act. mean, those 10 people got a fucking show done. <laughs> yeah, those 10 people got a show, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a throw rug with like, I mean, like flooring was all, it was, dude, it was so chaotic. And I just, oh, and, I, and I'm like, 
you don't serve alcohol? He's like, no, I just never got the liquor license. And, the, and I'm like, well, there's your problem, dude. Yeah, man. You know, speaking of liquor license, uh, dude, these these shows, I don't know if I'm doing these shows up in Sandpoint next year. It oh. is. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 I thought for, okay, I thought for a different reason. Okay. Oh, no, it's, uh, they, dude, they, uh, I, the, they got, there were people getting so drunk. One lady threw up, I think, just on herself. Oh, my. We must have had, it was like hecklers were popping up like whack-a-mole. Yeah. And I found out later, you know, granted, it's all volunteer staff. So they were like, yeah. so people were like, can I have seven beers? And then they were just shoving them in their pocket. <laughs> like, bro, you can't do that. Yeah. I mean, what venue have you ever been to where they will even give you more than two? You know, like, yeah. Like, even if you go to the casino and they're like, well, you can only have two drinks, you're like, I'll have two doubles. And they're like, nah, that doesn't work like that. One double or two drinks. And uh, that's it, actually smart, though. Keep yeah. them to two drinks. Yeah. And and if, if they're sitting down, they got to, if they got to get up to go get more drinks, people are lazy. Yeah. People be like, well, I just wait and see. No, dude, the <laughs> next show, I'm, I'm going to go to them and be like, we got to limit the amount of, we got to go to at least two, maybe one. Yeah. And then, and then also close the bar at like 20 minutes in the show. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. it was chaotic, dude. I mean, it was like this white community turned into black church. It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That's right. The spirit of this joke compels me to act like a fucking asshole. <laughs> it was chaos. It was chaos, dude. I mean, I remember I was, and I didn't perform. Oh, okay. And I think, I think that might've had a little bit to do with it. Is I, I'm so, I have a lot of experience in seeing. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe, Putting a young MC in there with like a wild energy, maybe had him. He he did he he crushed. But I mean, did he go over the the basics or anything? I don't know if he did. I, I can't oh. remember. I don't think he did. He okay. maybe reiterated it in between. I was by the time he got off stage and you know the show was underway. I mean, I saw it happening a little bit, and then it started getting bad and bad. And then okay. so I was like. I went up and talked to a lady, she, you know. But then you know these people, all a lot of people were complaining. Like you need to remove them. I'm like. Do you realize the level of escalation it takes to physically remove a person from yeah. a theater, especially? Yeah, because once you get to that point, you uh, it, you are more of a distraction yes. than a distraction. Yeah, dude. I was like, I'm not about to. Half these people don't have skin on their knuckles, dude. I'm not to get in a wrestling match with some lady's boyfriend who... You know, this is the first cousin he hasn't fucked or whatever that's going on up there. How <laughs> was the attendance? Good. I mean, it's the best way. I can't imagine. I will right. after it, but now I'm a little worried that we won't have good attendance for the next one. I, there's a lot of people that are like, I'm not coming back. If um, you can't get people to shut up, I'm not coming back. It's like, all right, well. Give, give, them, give them a month. They'll be back. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I looked at the reality after of the show. After a Tyler show, I mean. Yeah, it, he closed strong. It was tough in the beginning. You know, it's fine. I know a lot of his material and, uh. A lot of material, he, he wasn't able to actually get to the, you know, you know, good, good yeah. standups. Their bits are like, bah, 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 like set up, punchline, laugh, tag, tag, kind of. And then a shorter setup because you're yeah. already on the topic, you know, and just yeah. re, and just kind of taking that topic from multiple different angles. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's say he had three different angles and each angle was set up, punch, tag, 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 set up, punch, tag, tag, tag. There was one joke. He really only got to get to like one angle, and the two others were missed because people were yelling shit out. And then he kind of had to deal with it a little, and then it, yeah. de then it kind of derailed that bit, and then he had to go to a different bit. 
So, dude, it took him damn near half his set to really get him into his own rhythm and get them to shut the fuck up. It just, it took, I think that lady puking and having to, like, get dragged out by the people she was with probably made people be like, oh, we should not be acting this way. Oh, shit, man, that's that's tough because Tyler, you know, he's, you know, he's seasoned. Yeah, he wasn't rattled. I will say he, he was not rattled. He handled it, you know, he handled it well. And it was, then one lady was like, this was embarrassing. I don't think those comics will ever return. I won't be coming back if you can't control the audience. I was like, well, okay. You know, I, I mean, I was like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I mean, it's to the point now that if I were to continue next year, I'd look into like hiring private security. Cause sh- I'll be private security. <laughs> it's just that it, this year has been unlucky. Cause the first January I had a show Um, this time I had a show. But um, next time when you put the dates up, I'll block them out. Cause I've always uh, wanted to take photos of the, the the for the January show we had a heckler at the very end and she and then she went up and 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 he dealt with her in a way that really like it it, it was a crescendo of the show because he had oh, to kind of really dig yeah. into her a bit and uh, and then when he was selling merch Andrew Rivers lady came up and grabbed him and was like you had no right to do that to me and single me out and then two hours later he gets an email from her apologizing for being high on mushrooms and not really understanding what was Holy really going on. Fuck, yeah, man. so that's like the shit that we're, you know, and I was yeah. and we were starting to deal with it a little bit last year, and so I was like, man, you know, you start to go, oh, man, these comedy club owners really do. This is a lot. This is crazy. That yeah. makes, you you got to be, I mean, I, 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 it blows me. I mean, seeing when you're like, oh, man, comedy clubs are ran so in such a crazy way, and then you're like seeing what it is. Because for me, it's easy to be like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not, who cares? Because I could just dip out and not give yeah. a shit about it. But if you've bought the comedy club, or you're, you know, in a lease with a club, or if you're, you know, this is your brand, like every yeah. person making some insane complaint, you're going to be like, oh, okay, well, see what we can do to accommodate you. How about some free tickets? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know, it's like, oh, you know, it's like you're having Remember to at the beginning to when people. the club first came? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they got a whipping um, early on that first six months because people didn't understand. Yeah. How a real comedy club yeah. with that many people, like at Don's place, where there's what, maybe 60 people total? Yeah. You can look at the person in the back and pressure them into shutting up. Right. But when right. you got 300 people and some guys in the dark abyss, it's yeah. much harder to control that audience. So a lot of people um, just didn't understand, like, uh, you, you're not you're not talking this is not a conversation. It's not a bar <laughs> where you're talking to a person yeah, yeah. that you're watching. You're basically watching a play, and and, and people and the don't only go to way plays. to do that is security. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, every a theater in every city has them. All the good clubs have it. A lot yeah. of clubs, clubs that don't have it, dude, she can go sideways pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if and you I'm, got a smaller room like club comedy, <laughs> club comedy doesn't really need. Uh, uh, security. Oh, dude, that's because Rick is Capitol know. Hill, Seattle. I I'll break every neck in that room. <laughs> Just Steven Seagal and everybody. Ha, ha, ha. Call me <laughs> Fat Man Okito. Did <laughs> I posted up a thing one time? It was like yeah. Akito, and the dough was like Play-Doh. I. <laughs> Keto Play-Doh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. At this point, his Aikido is just tucking up into a bowl, bowling ball and rolling around. <laughs> <clears throat> Him and that lady from uh, This Is Us just absolutely yes. smashing. <laughs> like, we got to make it Hollywood triangles because that's the strongest gene. 
geometric structure known to man. Otherwise, this will collapse. You know what, though? I'm glad uh, I'm glad the attendance was good because uh, I know for a minute there you were like, man, this is, is this the one? And that's always what a producer. Well, is that's what the next about. one is. Yeah, I, I was, I was like, they're like, man, it's going pretty good. And I'm like, yeah, but dude, next month, I mean, we, you know, it's gotten looking good. And my son's like, you say that every month, <laughs> and I'm like, because every month we risk losing everything. Yeah. <laughs> Start eating the oats without milk, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you know stuff like the stuff that Brian Razor puts on. Mm-hmm. I'm always like. Man, how does he yeah. function? Because well, it, no, it's amazing to see a retarded man do that. Because, <laughs> dude, I did the Elks for him um, Saturday, and look, I know Elks, you know, can get a so he had a gig this weekend. This weekend, mm-hmm. that's I've had fun doing the Elks for him. Yeah, like Elks, you know, they got a, a already installed base, but I was like, what if? What if, you know, like, I, I don't know Ryan's, Brian, I've called him Ryan way too many times. I don't know Brian's ability to promote a show. But I went in and it was, it, it was sold out. Oh, I yeah, because they're doing it for him. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, and, I, you know, that's the thing. He, I'm, dude, those shows are, I mean, I don't know what you got paid, but the, it's, I got paid two forty three. Yeah, that is which not, is such uh, an autistic it, number. Yeah, no, that's what I'm telling you. I think yeah. it's amazing that he overcame uh, being retarded. <laughs> and, Dude, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you this real quick. So I went to that to that alternative school to talk about being an entrepreneur, and his brother was a his brother's a chef, and he was at one of the other tables. He comes up to me. He goes. Harry? I'm like, hey, man. He's like, yeah, you're doing um, Brian's show. I tell him all the time that he should probably just stop. I was like, that is fucking cold. That's so funny. When your family member, yeah, yeah. you well, came out of the same vagina and he goes. That's a lot more common than you'd think, though. <laughs> that's com- Dude, there's good comics whose family is like, you need to quit doing this. There's good comics that yeah, I mean, told that. Shit, Dan Cummins' um, mom. Yeah. Up until like two years ago. That's crazy. Was like, are you are you still doing this little hobby? <laughs> are you sure everything's all right? Are you uh, not just getting a bunch of loans from different banks <laughs> and living a lifestyle? It's it's amazing, man. But I mean, but in his Brian's case, it is kind of true because I mean, it's dude, I've watched this guy at least a, at least eight years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've heard laughs on a handful of occasions, and that's not a diss or anything. It's just some people's brains don't comprehend how a joke. No, he's would make. more of a "Hey, I should play with an abacus all day" kind of brain. Yeah, not yeah. look at people in the eyes. Yeah, like I'm, like I'm terrible at algebra. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. some people just got things. That his, they, his brother's a chef. Yeah, see, he's into fractions. <laughs> You know, they got this two rain men. <laughs> man, you know out. what I love about Elks, man? What? So I made two forty three, and then I made two fifty from just merch. Two forty three though, like look at that room. Like, were yeah. there a hundred people in there? Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, you know how much it would cost to go in there? Probably not. It was much. like fifteen. 
to or if they did dinner, it's like thirty five. So that's where I'm like, well, and, and, and you know, the thing is, I'm like, okay, you want to pay me less? I don't give a shit. I'm, yeah. I, for me to be able to be able to go to my go to do a gig and spend that at home, yeah. fine. That's fun. And I got to go to Idaho. Gas <laughs> is cheaper. So. But that's that's not you're not gonna have a successful ongoing show. This is why I don't like when when people do stuff like that with yeah. that low of a budget. Because I'm like, how are you going to get? How are you going to have this be a regular thing yeah. when you can't pay enough to bring a Seattle comic yeah. over here? So you're not there's no lodging and it's only two hundred bucks on a Saturday. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, this what'll happen ultimately is that he'll be. Taking Spokane features and headlining them. I mean, he already he's done that with um, a couple, and the results were the results. Yeah, right, right, and so yeah, so that's I mean that, that you know that's what the draft zone uh, is a is probably one of the only rooms in you know the east, eastern Washington, northern Idaho area that seems to have legs that will go on for a while. Yeah. You know, outside and, the Spokane Comedy Club because and they're they, doing it right. Yeah, yeah, because they have a legitimate budget. They 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 put people. They have lodging. It's actually, uh, you, you know how they pay for lodging? Mm -hmm. The guy who owns it is such a gamble, um, what do you call problematic gambler, yeah. that he has so many points out at Northern Quest that he just puts them up with their with the points. Holy fuck, it's, man, next time I do it, I'm going to take that room. You know how much you got to gamble to get a free night at a hotel out there, dude? Especially on a monthly basis. God oh, damn. Shit. The first time, uh, we, so when I did it one time and it sold out, it was the first time they'd sold out. Okay. And he's like, holy shit, we're actually, we're doing, com we're making money doing comedy. And then he goes, oh. give me the company credit card. The entire staff, we're all going to the casino. And he went oh, out there, got some rooms, paid for everybody's drinks. They were gaming with their own money. But he, you know, you run into him, you're like, how you doing? He's like, I lost four grand. You're like, we Holy definitely fuck. did not make four grand a night. God damn, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Mike, that's his name. Yeah, yeah. That old brittle alcoholic. Once he um, you know, dissolves into the ether of the air or whatever <laughs> is gonna happen to him. I gotta believe that room's gonna be over. But and but for now it's fun. I get to show yeah. up. I'm like, hey man, hey, he's still smoking cigarettes. Yeah, he's smoking it to the point where his little white beard is starting to turn a little orangish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone smoking a lot of cigarettes when that starts. Like they won't do a knee surgery because they, they told me I gotta quit smoking. I'm like, that's not bad advice, Mike. Yeah, yeah he's he's funny. Like he's a he's a wealthy guy who stumbled into a successful hobby business. Yeah, I don't, yeah. So I. I mean, his um, his progeny, um, Brittany, I think that's her name. Uh, she seems to have a lot of his traits, so maybe she could. Um, I haven't seen her drunk drive once. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I haven't seen her crash into a single light pole in the parking lot next to the <laughs> next to the cop shop and the. Place that recruits children into the Marines. <laughs> that is such a hilarious strip mall. Can you imagine? I mean, yeah, think about man. the dream. Look at, like, what if you give a time machine to the people that started that strip mall? They're like, well, oh, we're going to bring the best brands Ashbagash, <laughs> Converse. <laughs> and like, hey, you want to see this crystal ball and see what's going to happen here? And it's like, <laughs> 
holster company that sells online. <laughs> Vape shop. <laughs> Old Chinese lady selling Paula Dean pans. That <laughs> she just selling shit she found in a storage unit. That is this, dude, I've never seen a worse like that. You ever you ever go to a strip mall outside of like people are like like there was supposed to be an outlet mall. Those yeah. outlet malls are like, oh, we're going to the outlet mall. We're gonna get all the best brands for <laughs> slightly less. <laughs> dude, the only I remember going out there as a kid being like, what the fuck kind of podunk shit? <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Did <laughs> like, you go to North Bend? They're like, oh, we got we got a hot topics, uh, yeah. whatever. Well, you know, we got we got Nike, we got the Reba, you know, get like big brands. Yeah. And yeah, dude, out there it's like D Dasani kitchenware. <laughs> <laughs> what the? You gonna get people out of here because of spoons? <laughs> it's, it, this shit was insane. Man, I, you know, <laughs> I, uh, they must be making money with the vapes, though. Oh, they're crushing it with the vapes. Okay. Because uh, they don't check IDs. <laughs> 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 like if only we could locate this next to a elementary school, we'd be fucking yeah. murdering it right now. Kids are coming in with yeah, kids that can't even grow a beard coming in with like credit cards that have a doctor on it. <laughs> yes, I am not the shoe. <laughs> Hi, hello, my name is Sanjay Gupta. <laughs> Motherfucker, you got a cowboy hat on. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of cowboys and Indians? <laughs> I'm both. <laughs> I, <laughs> dude, it's, uh, no, it's, uh, they're doing well. They, they, well, I've told you about the, I told you about how they just lucked into that shit. No. So Idaho, which is, this is common throughout my life living near Idaho, back in the drink, like when the drinking age moved to, from 18 to 21, mm -hmm. Idaho was like, go fuck yourself. And the federal government was like, no, 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 we, we won't f give you the federal money to rebuild your roads. And they were like, we have money, go fuck yourself. Oh, and so they kept it at 18 for years. And then the like Pullman to Moscow Highway, it's two colleges. That became one of the most deadly stretches of highway in the country oh, because so many kids shit. were drunk driving. Because they'd go over to Idaho, drink in bars, drive back, right? So anyway, so Trump administration comes forward and goes, all flavored vapes are illegal. So the juice became illegal. Yeah, Idaho was like, go fuck yourself, federal government. We're not going to do what you say. So then all these companies that were making flavored juice to pour in or whatever it is, attach or pour in, yeah. had no one to sell to except for a few vape shops in Idaho. Holy shit. And then if you're a person with the little gadget that turns that into vape, you didn't have a place to buy it. Yeah. Except for a few places in Idaho. So this, so he's acquiring the juice at rock bottom prices because they don't have anyone else to sell to. And then he's selling it 
at the highest level that he can because there's only so few, there's so few places you can go to do that. Yeah. Fuck. So he's now, I mean, it's changing a little wow. bit because there's single use flavored vapes that have come out on the market to circumvent those laws. Cause it was, oh. you can't have flavored vape juice became illegal. Well then yeah. it was like, okay, well what about these single use ones? It's the same shit. People just throw it away at the end, which is, yeah. it's that funny to be even worse than it's. I mean, it seems like it, like now you're just taking a perfectly good battery or whatever, throwing it away and yeah. you know, now you're, yeah. So I don't know why I'm breathing weird. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, uh, yeah. So he's in this real sweet spot of like, Legislation creating demand, so kids are coming in from Idaho. Okay, he's getting a ton of like eighteen to twenty-one year olds buying vape juice for for you know like in a way that they can't anywhere else. Yeah, shit, man, that's that's how um, some of our first billionaires got started. You know, oh, he's not. He, I mean, that takes a while. You gotta. Yeah. It's, he's a little. Tough. I mean, he's a you know he's a he'll be an Idaho billionaire, which is like. <laughs> A couple hundred thousand dollars and four Dude, DUIs. He's rich, man. Yeah, he's a rich guy. Like he, uh, he's told me like he he apparently has like some baller pad and uh, he had a very successful construction company and this was just supposed to be a hobby for him and then it just turns yeah. out he just made he just started business started minting money with these uh, selling vapes. Man, uh, some people just whatever. you know some people just keep running into money. They just can't help it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, if you know what you're doing, you know, if you just want to, he just, he just wants to live free. Yeah, you know, like, that's, a, that's a good model, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, it is funny. I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I like the place. Yeah, I like it. I think uh, it's dope. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Uh, I mean, you know, when they first got started, I, uh, I saw a lot of promise. I was like, oh, this looks like a great spot. The lighting is good and yeah. everything. And uh, it was just being run by somebody who didn't have the 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 balls to kind of tell Mike how things should be working in the comedy sphere. Right. And then once that happened, you saw it just kind of morph into something that was, you know, that you could see sustaining itself. Well, that's that's where his business acumen came in. Like so he went in to go, what did what does my budget need to be? Yeah. He actually listened. And he didn't expect the fir- like it to make money right away. He kind of yeah. st- and now now it's doing really well. Yeah. They get they get they do well with sales. They bring in good comics. They put on good shows, and uh, the audiences are actually really fun. I mean, I have a good time with those audiences. Yeah. I, I'm always surprised how much uh, I like those. And you know, it's funny because it post falls. I know it's what I don't know seventy miles south of Sandpoint. Yeah. Dude, these sound—I don't know what's going on in Sandpoint, but these people are feral animals up there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I mean, it's such a weird convergence of like Hicks and the wildly rich. Yeah. So, like wildly, I mean, some of the some of the property out there, like you can't go to uh, like when all the real estate agencies have you know the posters and shit up there. Nothing's yeah. less than a million bucks. I used to love walking by that uh, that one. Over there, um, behind that that one bar across from the um, the, um, P- the Panada, yeah, and uh, you just see these houses, and you're like, God damn, that house is gorgeous. And then you see, and you're like, Wait, that's the phone? Wait, <laughs> is that the phone number? Holy <laughs> shit! And you just, and you just, you know, you just did, you just didn't have a clue yeah. that that's what, yeah, was man, was going. Yeah, well, you going got the, you got a big water lake. So that's like that's a big draw, and on the mountain, dude, on the mountain right now, I, I always see and just look at it, and I'm like, man, this would be cool. 
cool to own a house on the mountain. Yeah. But uh, right now I saw a condo for sale. It's two bedroom, one bath, small. 500 square feet. That's the bro dad studio. Holy that's, shit. That's this room. With two rooms in it? Yeah. 600 grand. Man. <laughs> oh, and no parking. Like what? You're outdoor. You're parking outside. There's no, you're not in a garage. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Man, and so if you're parking outside in those conditions, it's like on Tuesdays, we are, you know, move your car by this point because the plow comes by. Like yeah. it's super inconvenient. Yeah, man. And that's like the cheapest shit on the mountain. These I, are just, these numbers are ridiculous. Yeah, how, yeah, dude. How can, this, <laughs> how can this continue? Uh, well, because money, well, money's coming from outside of the area. And it's funny because when I'm, uh, I, dude, to, just a year ago when I was on a chairlift up there, I rarely met people from out of the area. Yeah. This year, I've rarely talked to people from the area. I would yeah. say over, over, well over half of the people that I've talked to, of like San Diego, yeah. Tahoe, like Damn. other ski areas you that are Tahoe to come to Sandpoint, man. That, you know, you that's money. You got to have some money. Yeah. If that's how you, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and they're like, man, it's really reasonable. They're coming up here going, wow, only a million dollars for a two-bedroom condo on the ski and ski out? What a reasonable place to Shit like, like this makes me <laughs> hate money. It's like, yeah. man, money ain't real then if this is what we're just doing. Yeah, yeah. You know what is real? Fire. Burn it all down. <laughs> <laughs> The reason why I said the reason why I ask if it could even um, if this can be sustained is because you know everything has a bubble around it, sure, and it doesn't take much for it to just burst. And you know we might not have a, a 2008 or 2012 or 2020, but something can yeah. disrupt that. And you know if you well the the thing is uh, so 2020. With the, all the regulations, Idaho didn't recognize those regulations, right? It yeah. was wide open. It was buck wild in Idaho. Yeah. I mean, wild. Idaho and Florida were, I went to both of those places. Idaho was more wild than Florida. Shit. Idaho was wide open during COVID. Yeah. And a lot of people liked that and started moving. And then you had, so it was like, it was wild. It was like Sandpoint and Coeur d'Alene and then Schweitzer yeah. kind of all got discovered. And you saw, mm. dude, you saw like... The doubling of real estate value happened in like two or three years in Coeur d'Alene. Sandpoint kind of experienced that a little, but then up on the mountain, because there's so few places to even buy up there, yeah. um, that happened. And then and then also there were really good winners. Like Snowfall was great and it was consistent. Yeah. So you had that. So then the people who were going there were like, this is – like if you're a skier, you're like, this is the best shit ever. Yeah. And so – uh, so it just, the shit blew up. There were people who had like generational condos up there that were like, oh my God, this, they were like, oh, this condo that was worth $300,000 in yeah. 2019 is now worth $750,000. I, I have to sell. Like yeah. I'm, a, I can, I can sell like if you're 55 years old and that's, you could do that and retire. Yeah. And, and then, the, you know, I mean, that's kind of where there were a lot of, there were a lot of stories like that. So, and then, you know, and then you also had like developers like rushing in to buy land to develop. So yeah. you're, you're getting like a bunch of like townhomes being built up there and shit. Okay. But okay. they're just being crammed in. There's just not a lot. The de It's just not building as fast as the demand. You're finally seeing a slowdown 
of like buying up there because it was chaotic. Like there would be one thing on the market yeah. up at the Schweitzer village up there. Yeah. And then it would just disappear. And, uh, oh, okay. dude, it was, uh, it's so funny. There was, I mean, 10 years ago, I remember seeing a place for like 70 grand and, Damn. I, was, and I was like, man, that would be cool. And I was like, I know I could, I could probably yeah. make that work somehow. You know, I was like, I could, that's like a fucking luxury. That's like a, that's like a, that's like a used Audi. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I was yeah. like, I'm like, man, I can make that. But then I was like looking at it. I'm like, I don't know. The carpet would have to get replaced. I was like, yeah, fuck that. Dude, I'm pretty sure I saw that get relisted for like four hundred thousand dollars recently. Now, granted, shit. they probably put like seventy thousand into it. Yeah, but I've I've seen it relisted, yeah, for that and renting out for like three to four hundred bucks a night. It's it's Damn. it's yeah, dude. It's wild what's going on up there, and it's not a great winter. Like yeah. in there now, granted, I don't know if they're successfully renting it out for that much. Yeah, yeah. But I've I've just watched that area just totally blow up and um. It's it's very weird, but what but it is is uh they got acquired by a big corporation that owns okay just in just in Canada just on in the West Coast they probably own twenty ski mountains, Shit. so you're seeing this massive corporate consolidation of ski mountains, yeah. which is kind of a bummer because it's like these are part of the culture of the town, yeah, and now it's. Skiing brought to you by Pepsi. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and what's funny is they do now, now there's all these like wild corporate, like, dude, this weekend, President's Day weekend, they, were, they partnered with Coca Cola to show, showcase a new flavor and they were like giving it away. Holy up shit. Up on them. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was wild. So, so if you, but, but what's, what's funny though is like this, this icon pass, which who's who bought uh, Schweitzer is partnered with all these other mountains. So if you just spend, a little bit more and buy their pass, the Icon Pass, you can go ski at like all these mountains they own. I mean, so if you, yeah, stuff like that sounds yeah, yeah. So amazing. I'm next year. Yeah. I'm like, well, you talked me into it, Darth Vader. I'm on yeah. the dark side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, when shit like that happen, when a corp- corporation starts doing shit like that, yeah. But, you know, when I was young and dumb, I I always thought it was a good deal. You know, a company gets bigger. And you know, st- you know, it, it always seemed like the stock price is always going up. So I always thought, great. But then you know, I look at, especially in the video game space, these companies get eaten up, and then the next thing that happens is job losses and like weird things to kind of keep the the right. the growth um, sustained. And man, I, you know, when you're telling me about you know 20 mountains, it's like that's 20 different uh, employment groups, people who go up to that mountain and work. And now, with, with you know, under a corporate umbrella, these people are these guys are probably going well. We don't need 20. Um, well, actually, whatsoever. they're probably. Uh, it's funny. I talked to a because I talked to a uh, lifty. Yeah. And I was like, he's like, I've been living up here for so, so six years. And I'm like, how do you feel about the acquisition? He goes, dude, you're asking a soldier on the field, and you know what soldiers want? We just want ammunition. You know who's got a lot of, <laughs> you know who's got a lot of bullets? This corporation. <laughs> I'm like, all right, fair enough, dude. Uh, that, but so it is. It's it's creating more jobs. The bad thing about these ski companies, because there's one other, there's Altria, and then one other. I think it's actually Aspen okay. that, that that has created this Aspen huh. card. So they're they they're also they're like in a battle. They're like Coke and Pepsi. Yeah. And. Uh, what the, what sucks is they go to these small. They're usually small towns. They're, they're like cool, have a great 
like culture. The yeah. mountain is part of the culture, and they they buy up the mountain, and then they buy up all, which usually encompasses like a bunch of restaurants and shit that are on the mountain, yeah. hotels that are on the mountain, and then maybe they go down down to the sit down below to the town. They start buying up like a hotel. Maybe they buy an apartment complex, and that's where their employees can stay. And then they can bring in employees. And big popular thing now is a Chilean employees. That I see that scheme mountains. They bring in Chilean employees, yeah. and uh, and then they they uh, they'll buy like restaurants. They buy like the coffee shop, and so the whole town becomes like a funnel of of yeah. income for the corporation. Man, that, you know it's pretty wild. It's all it's pretty wild. Yeah, it seems like we're going back to like mining towns where. Well, that's that. They, it's they are mining towns. It's like the yeah. it's like but it's like the railroad idea. It's like yeah. oh, you shop at the railroad store and you go to the railroad to get around. And yeah. the, if you want your products to be in the railroad store, you have to ship it through the railroad. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's just. Yeah, it's a, they're barons. <sighs> they're ski barons. Do you th- do you think that's a do you think this is a good thing though, or a, a, a bad thing? Well, get back to me in a year when I'm traveling around <laughs> Canada, having a being a total ski bum. Uh, no, I mean, I think it's it's kind of a bad thing. I mean, I think it's a bad thing culturally, and yeah. it's also a bad thing for the sport because it because it's a corporation. They're just it's like. Oh, I can't believe they're charging that much. Well, they're charging that much because people are paying it. Yeah. So a corporation will just push the limits to what they can charge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, if, it, you know, not that long ago it was a family-owned business, and if they said, okay, this winter we're charging $200 a room a night, yeah. and all of a sudden it blows up and they are full, they will be like, oh, we had a good year. Yeah, yeah. So once things start blowing up with the under corporate management, they'll be like, "Oh no, it's three hundred bucks a night. No, it's four hundred bucks a night. Yeah. No, it's five hundred bucks a night." Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But but they are, and you know, but on the other side, if it's like this year is a shitty year for snow, so up until recently, their prices have been taken down. Okay. So, but it's also like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Just go up there and. Well, yeah, look at this mud that I can't do shit with. Yeah, they give me cheap prices, but the product. <laughs> yeah, also yeah, the product's sucks. not yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine. My mom likes going up there and being like, "They have good food." <laughs> <laughs> this was an expensive dinner. <laughs> you came up and slept in their fancy hotel just for this. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, they got snow now. We were skiing all over, dude. I skied myself into total exhaustion and then did that show. Holy shit! Saturday, and I woke up. The next day, and I was like, I was like, went to Emmett, and I'm like, hey, man, uh, we're probably just going to, I don't know how, my legs are kind of tired. Yeah. But I was like, well, we'll see. And after a couple of runs, I'm like, we here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, it was, so, it was so, it was, that's another thing is, I don't know if it's because it's now all these icon people can come or what, but it was so busy. Oh, okay. Like, so like I, I got to a point like at one o'clock in the afternoon where I'm like, but we got to be done because yeah. someone's going to run into me or I'm going to run into them. I was yeah. wait. So if you have to wait, you wait like on the edge of the trail. Yeah. And I was waiting for Emmett and this, and there were a few people with like, I was, I went to like where a few people were. Cause I was like, well, fuck if, if you know, if they hit one of you, they're hitting all of us, you know, like, I was, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, this dude took a jump and like, was like, he was probably 10 feet in the air. Just, a couple feet behind us. Holy I mean, cause you can go, you can easily go 35 miles an hour on a pair of skis and then people hit these. So it's like, if you come to a stop, imagine being at a full stop and then someone hitting you at 35 yeah. miles. An hour. Oh dude. Yeah. So 
Yeah, man, it's there were there were a few collisions. Uh, yeah, it was uh, you know it always happens uh, when it's that busy. So I just I'm like, bro, that's that's bad. You don't want to be in a collision in skis. Uh, so we were. So I, I'm all about like let's be on the mountain skiing at nine o'clock, and then we get yeah. a couple hours where no one's around. But yeah, I was a uh, I was in ski boots from nine o'clock till probably one thirty two, and then I had. Uh, a little snack with Amanda. We played cards. We were staying right below a bar, so we went up there. We probably chilled for like two or three hours, and I put ski boots back on and joined Emmett yeah. uh, night skiing. Okay. And then we watched some fireworks, and then Emmett oh. went back down to the place we were staying, and I hung out with Amanda, and we, we got pizzas to take back to the room. So I, outside of the, our little date for two hours – I was in ski boots from nine o'clock in the morning till eight o'clock at Holy night. That's shit. like <laughs> so I was in ski boots for like nine hours that day. Damn. That's a that's a long time to be in ski boots. I didn't even yeah. But I mean, you know, it's a because it's such a seasonal thing, I feel like you should just you you know, get it as much as your body can take. Yeah, no, I was definitely pushing the limits of what yeah. my body could take this weekend. Yeah. Uh and it's funny because it's never like you think like, oh man, I really it's like if I went and worked out that hard, I'd just come home and like chill, drink yeah. some water. But there I'm like, oh man, I'm tired. I uh, Coors Light will fix me. <laughs> so will an entire pizza. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, it's like the worst. It's like you go to, people go to Disney and they walk more than they ever have in their yeah. diabetic lives. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they come home and they're like, I gained weight. And you're like, well, it's because you, you ate all those ice cream sandwiches while you yeah. were walking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like skiing should be a really healthy, good activity for me. But by the second day, it is not. Yeah. It is not at all. I'm Do just, you think it's just habit? or Because I know <clears throat> like when I, when I go out hiking and I've gone out and done it, I get home and I'm like, time to eat a cake. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, that that happens to me, and, but I know in my mind, I know that it's my body going. Well, you've depleted this much, so you can feel it. Yeah, no, uh, it's and it's like that's no, a it's stupid, your it's your stupid caveman brain going. Yeah, we this your body feels like you killed something. Yeah, yeah, time to eat it by the fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's my fire that, is, and, and that's why I come back to what I've been saying: fire is real. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's pretty good. We did a nice little. Yeah. Uh, uh, I have a show this Thursday in Walla Walla. Okay. Uh, and then a whole bunch. Philip Cobb comedy. You should go check it out, dude. You should go fucking check it out. I have a show at an old folks' home in an hour. Oh, you should go to that, guys. Yeah. You, sure. you should come. Um, throw your big old granny panties at me. Yeah, uh, that show will be at the Dustery Beaver Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for making um, our last episode our number one most listened to episode. I was surprised when I looked at it. I was like, I think it was the title. Because <laughs> it was uh, Lizard Illuminati Cunnilingus. Oh, yeah. yeah well, and that I makes was sense. like, okay, that makes sense. Well, yeah, so there's a lot of... Um, 
There's a lot of words there. Yeah. <laughs> that could potentially be. Yeah. Stick out. This was just, the next one will just be cunnilingus, cunnilingus, cunnilingus. <laughs> and then one after that will just be lizard Illuminati. We'll <laughs> <laughs> just do lizard Illuminati QAnon Trump. <laughs> and then all these people are like, huh? <laughs> It's funny. I, I do feel. Yeah, I think that's that's a funny thing to do. I think, ah, dude. I I know we're at the end, but you seen those Trump shoes? Oh, dude! I was just about to bring it up. <laughs> Man, I, I posted I posted the story, uh, and I um, tagged um, comedian <laughs> Alvin <Alvin-Williams>. Williams, <laughs> and he that's he awesome. texted back. He was like, "Those are dope." <laughs> <laughs> Like dumb, this is stupid. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, they're gold with yeah. an American flag. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Shit. People that like they wouldn't oh buy it if they had four hundred dollars. Get the fuck out of here. You would buy if it, if Trump wasn't selling them, they would buy those fucking shoes. Ah, throw a couple of those Trump steaks in there. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think dude. that should be the title. <laughs> Trump bring back the steaks. <laughs> yeah. And with every purchase of my golden American flag shoes, you'll get one free upgrade on a Trump suite. So like, oh shit, I'll just buy them for the sweets. That's that is that is the wildest. I mean, like, hey, I'm running for president. Check out these sneaks. Yeah, yeah man. Like, who? It's wild. Do you do you think he came up with that idea, or someone brought it to him? I don't know. I mean, you figure they do, you know, shirts and all this kind of stuff sells. Yeah. So, but four hundred dollars. Uh, I mean, yeah, for well, it's it's you know, you're you're helping the campaign, but it's like how many goofballs are are going to be wearing the, like that? I looked at those shoes and I was like, those are too fashionable for a lot of yeah people. The people that are voting for him are not rocking those shoes, <laughs> right? That's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So I. Uh, uh, I do think those are. I had an idea of like just you know that you know you've seen those style of shirts where it's like a black shirt and just like like beans garbanzo bonzo it's just like lists a bunch of things that are kind of similar like beans garbanzos tortillas hummus happy day or whatever like yeah you know I was thinking it would be funny to be like uh just just be like like Hillary <laughs> like jail Hillary uh, drain the swamp. <laughs> Uh, it, you know, a free January sixth. <laughs> <laughs> Rioters. <laughs> Man, you would sell all of those shirts for a hundred dollars a piece. People would fucking lose their minds. Oh, when they saw that shit. Oh, dude. Well, this thing too. You could be like, oh yeah, this is uh fifty dollars, but half goes to the free Trump uh, campaign. Oh whatever. man, people- and then you just you just you know like no one's checking on yeah. that stuff. You know what I mean? There's not a watchdog for t-shirt sales. <laughs> there's so many. There. Oh, dude. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Whenever I see people wearing Trump merch, I'm like, I wonder if you got grifted, or if you just, yeah. if, or or if you got the grifters. Leftovers, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the guys, yeah. like ah, I couldn't grift it with this shirt, so uh, fifteen bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. I mean, there's, there's been there, no president in our lifetime will have the wild ash merch. I mean, there are yeah. people, you know people going to his rallies with like an airbrushed version of him on a tank with a bald eagle on the shoulder. 
and he's got like machine guns shooting Holy at the sky. Fuck, man. <laughs> I mean, it is. I was like, it, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's crazy the way they, for lack of a better term, deified him. I mean, he's he's pretty much he's untouchable. You know. Oh yeah, for there's sure. Nothing, yeah. There's nothing. Meanwhile, no if you touch Biden, he will fall down. Oh fuck and yeah. die. That guy. He'll turn yeah. to dust. I, I don't even think he's. <laughs> Human shaped anymore. I think he's more like gelatin. God, it'll be so sad when he turns to dust and Hunter Biden tries to snort him. <laughs> Hunter, are you free basing your dad? <laughs> That's all right. Uh, if you made it to the end, that was a really nice ending. Yeah, you are. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, take care, everyone. Yeah, man, take care of yourself. Don't let um, teenagers um, near you because they will get you sick. And uh, thanks for listening, man. You big bitches. Oh, that's...